welcome to the Leading in Love podcast. If you are a leader in any capacity who is married or considering marriage, you're tuned into the right place. We help leaders take care of their marriages. Remember, you are a successful leader and your marriage and family can be successful too. You don't have to sacrifice leadership for love and you don't have to sacrifice love for leadership. And now, here are your hosts, Gary and Julie. Hey, 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 everyone. Hello. I hope everyone's doing wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing great, my love. And you? I'm doing fabulous. Excellent. Yes. Welcome, everyone, to the Leading in Love podcast with yours truly, Julie, and this handsome hubby of mine, Gary. We are excited that you have joined us. Yes. We over here believe that marriage is one of the most important relationships because it requires a lot of sacrifice, commitment, and dedication in order to make it work. It also has far-reaching implications. That it does. Leadership also requires a lot of sacrifice. Whether you are frontline or a top-level leader, such as a CEO, a president, of an organization or a mid-level leader. It takes a toll on you and the consequences usually ripple out to your marriage and family. That's right. We want to help married couples like yourselves navigate the world of leadership successfully without losing out on your relationship and your family. Yeah, very important because a lot of people get affected by this. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to protect your family and your marriage as you strive for greatness, as you rise through the ranks of leadership. And so exactly. Forth. Yeah. And that's, Ex- that's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing this. Excellence is extremely important. We love excellence. We pursue excellence in all areas, yeah, not just in our careers. Exactly. So in this episode... We will be talking about handling disappointments in your marriage. This is an important topic because disappointments occur in all areas of life. And of course, it happens in marriage. It happens when your spouse lets you down. And it also happens when you and your spouse are both let down. And isn't that the truth? Yeah. Now, I think that most people, or a lot of people who decide to get married... Mm-hmm. They approach their marriage with a lot of, you know, positive expectations. Of course. And I think one of the reasons why they do that, because it motivates them to work for the marriage that they want. Right. Okay. Now, naturally, as you're going into a marriage, there's a lot of apprehension. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of what if. Yeah. What if I made the wrong decision? Yeah. You know, what if uh, I have any regrets? Yeah. And unfortunately, you will be let down because that's the course of life. Yeah. We we we, uh, we suffer letdowns, we have disappointments, we get frustrated about stuff, mm-hmm. and things don't go the way we want. Mm-hmm. For some people, though, they could go into a marriage quite calm mm-hmm. because they just expect to sit back, relax, and just be along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, sometimes you enter into a career or into a marriage where you both have stable and steady careers. Yes. And you know there's lots of room for progress. Right. You know, you're involved in high-level leadership with lots of potential and opportunity. So you're only worried about maybe fixing some habits in the relationship mm-hmm. or figuring out when and how to incorporate children. Mm-hmm. 
Um, maybe your biggest priorities are getting closer as a couple. Mm-hmm. Maybe try to blend children into a new family. Mm-hmm. Now, with those things in mind, maybe, maybe money is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. So you're not worried about that stuff, mm-hmm. right? It's just more so how to manage it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that they go into a marriage with negative expectations. Mm. And this kind of brings out the point that our expectations are tied to past experiences. So if mm-hmm. you go in there with negative experiences or negative expectations, then you're probably going to throw in the towel a little bit early and just kind of go through the motions. And as mm. soon as you see the first red flag that you expected, mm. you're out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, here's the thing with disappointments. You can only be disappointed if you have positive expectations, but the outcome is negative. Mm. The kicker is that disappointment, it's ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It happens to everybody. So they will happen, and they will happen all the time through life. Mm-hmm. And therefore, through your marriage. Absolutely. Right? Like Christmas time. Oh, you got the wrong gift. <laughs> I didn't give you enough clues, (laughs) boo-boo. You didn't notice the diamond-shaped earring pancakes that I made for you for (laughs) breakfast. (laughs) I thought they were just for me. I I didn't know you were were dropping hints. Getting creative, right? (laughs) But even, I remember my first paycheck. That was a big letdown. Sorry. With you, you and I together. You no, mean? no. When, sorry, when I my first job when I was okay, fifteen, okay, I was working at McDonald's, uh-huh. and I counted every minute <laughs> that I was on that job for that week. Yeah, and then not really understanding how the pay week works. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think I started on Monday. I worked a bunch of hours, and then pay week was next week. Mm. Not knowing that pay week ended. Sunday, mm. or whatever the case was, which was probably only two shifts. But I think when I'm on my when I got my paycheck, it was like under twenty bucks. Oh, that was a big letdown because I had I counted all the minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and I times it by how much I'm supposed to get paid every hour, mm-hmm. and it was not less than twenty bucks. So all my plans for your J's and all of that done. Back in those days, it was Iversons. Was oh. Yes, I remember. (laughs) I wanted those Iversons. Oh, my goodness. The questions. So that was a big disappointment, my first paycheck. Yes. And then there's other things that happen. You know, you fail tests. Even coming out of university, not finding a job you want. These are some disappointments that people have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or maybe you're somebody who's an entrepreneur and you're on your third business, Mm. your third venture, Mm -hmm. and it hasn't worked out the way you planned. Right. Right. So disappointments happen. Every day. Yeah. Everywhere. What is a disappointment? Well, a disappointment happens when someone is unhappy because an outcome was not as good as expected. True. When the outcome falls below the expectation. Yes. Right? Since we are talking about marriage, you can disappoint your spouse by not doing something that was hoped for or expected true right by not being a good communicator yeah because you probably maybe your spouse was really sociable mm-hmm. right and they said all the right things mm-hmm. while you were dating yes then now you're married and you got to make important decisions and they're not telling you what they're thinking oh yeah they knew all the lines to drop to get your attention right now they're just quiet now they're just quiet for the things that are most important but then like even i think defining good communication is very subjective mm. 
because some people they'll give you all the information you want, right. but they just tell it to you at the wrong time. Right. Okay. Right. Or some people just they go into too much detail with the information, and you're saying, "I just want the basics." I just want the basics. Right. Kind of like us though. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were buying our first home? You're mm-hmm. very you you led the process. Mm-hmm. You're very detailed about it, but mm-hmm. I just wanted okay. Which one are we taking mm-hmm. and how much does it cost? <laughs> and it frustrated me because I wanted I wanted you to go through the process with me and, you know, go through the, oh, which, which part of the city should we be living in? Mm-hmm. You know, how many bedrooms should we be getting? Which, which builder should we be going with? And right. I'm bringing in all these packages because I call myself a great researcher. I can you know, dig deep down to find anything, really. And so I had all of this information and all my husband cared for. All you cared for was how much? What? How much do we need? How much does it cost? Can we afford it? And can we enjoy life after the fact? That's all I need. That's all I care. I don't need all the details. I don't need but the it's kind of weird, though, because I like details. Yeah. You know, and if I, if you were, if I was to come to you, well, I don't know. Because sometimes I come to you with half, <laughs> half of the information, and that drives you crazy. Like, where's the rest of the information? Where's the rest of the information? <sighs> We're supposed to even help somebody, and I'm now at that point where I've turned, just accepted. Okay, somebody wants your assistance in something. Let me make sure they're ready to talk to me. Right. Yeah. So, but so we figured it out, right? We figured it out with each other, right? Because you, so you go into a marriage thinking your spouse can be a great communicator. Mm-hmm. You find out that they don't say no, they don't say enough, or they say too much, mm-hmm. or that they might be more emotionally stable, right? And then you only find out that they're very sensitive, yeah, and they have a lot of issues on the back end that you were never made aware of, mm-hmm. and now. You deal with a lot of emotional problems. Mm-hmm. Okay, you mm-hmm. raise your voice; they freak out. You're triggering a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a case where they're not honest. Because mm-hmm. you think that you go into a marriage, the person's like totally upfront. Yeah, but they're hiding stuff. They're hiding stuff, and it doesn't always have to be hiding something, you know, that is massive. It could even be hiding an uh, important element of their own family. Or something that had occurred many years ago that could still be, or possibly be affecting you today. True. Yeah. True. So, Rob Pascal and Lou Primavera, they post an article on psychologytoday.com entitled, Managing Your Expectations About Marriage. And they said, unrealistic expectations are the root of marital dissatisfaction. Mm. Okay, so as I mentioned before, expectations are driven by past experiences. Mm -hmm. Some people will have high expectations and some will have low expectations. Mm -hmm. The deal with that is the higher the expectations, the higher the risk of disappointment and perhaps the greater the magnitude of the negative impact. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you think about it, if you expect your spouse to take you out on a romantic dinner once a week, there's a good chance that they might not be able to do that once a week, every single week for your entire life. <laughs> if that's your expectation, you're probably going to be disappointed. Yeah. Now, if you expect, if you set a lower expectation, it's like, take me out to dinner once a year, 
there's a good chance that they could pull it off. Out of 52 well, weeks, they could find... They should be able to. So there's less risk. So the lower the expectation, the less risk, and perhaps the ma- the smaller the magnitude of negative impact. And you could argue that. Because you might be thinking, well, if it's just once a year, mm-hmm. why can't you take me out once a year? Mm-hmm. So now you're going to be really angry and disappointed that you couldn't pull this off. You had 52 weeks to figure this out, <laughs> and you couldn't pull this off once. Yeah. But it's just a, it's just a matter of balancing negative expectations with... Um, or sorry, higher expectation. Right. With lower expectation. Right. Now, your expectations are also based on what you're taught about marriage. And you're taught about marriage in three different ways. Explicit, yep. meaning that somebody deliberately sat you down, put you in a chair and said, here's what happens in marriage. Mm. Then there's the experiential, where you actually experience that you went through it for yourself, or you saw firsthand. Mm. And then there's a tacit, you just kind of look, sit back, or you're sitting back, and you learn this stuff just by looking at other people. Okay, so that's how we kind of... first, your parents, if your parents were married. Right, so that's... Or if they weren't married. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you belong to a, a community, like mm-hmm. a church, mm-hmm. right? Then you kind of see how people behaved. Mm-hmm. If your neighborhood were filled with the same ethnicity... And you saw people in your neighborhood, how they interacted in different families. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of build your expectation package, mm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then you make your decisions mm-hmm. or you set your standards based on some combination of those things. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. All marriages are different. We approach True. marriage with different expectations. Absolutely. Right? I mean, even us. Yeah. We came in, we were pretty young. Very young. We just wanted to survive. <laughs> right? It was... It was. We just wanted to survive. We wanted to be able to still reach the goals that we had mm-hmm. as individuals that we kind of integrated together. That was our expectation. Right. Right? We wanted to, at the end, say we still accomplished all of our desires. Well, you know it's really neat that we... And as you grow mm. and as you stick it out, you kind of modify those those expectations a little bit. Mm. We'll get into that later on, but it's important to to know. Absolutely. Yeah. Some expect children, right? Yep. Some expect financial stability. Some expect great sex. I feel like most people do. I mean, who really doesn't? <laughs> he doesn't want that. <laughs> Some people expect their wife in the kitchen all the time. Some might even expect their husbands in the kitchen, at least majority of the time. That's true. Right? Because everything is divided half-half these days. Some expect their spouses to jump at everything they say. Just get excited, get hype all the time. Some ex- some people expect their husbands to bring home cheese and bacon and get vexed when he only brings home one or the other. <laughs> you gotta bring home everything, honey. Sorry. Yep. Five out of ten doesn't count. <laughs> ten out of ten. Exactly. Right. Some expect bad habits to disappear just because they are married. That's I mean, a big it, one. Yeah, it's possible though, mm-hmm. but it's just going to take some time mm-hmm. and some rewiring. Mm-hmm. But just because you're married doesn't mean you're a different person. No. Nope. Different expectations. Right. Um, different responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But it's the guy that was at the altar. Yeah. It was the same dude that's going to be in the hotel room on honeymoon night. Yeah. 
and he's going to be the one taking the baggage out of your car when you get home after the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, exactly, you're yeah. right. You know, some some expect their spouse to just put up with their weaknesses. Mm. You know, you knew I might have had a drinking problem. Right. So, you have to deal with it. Yeah, what's your problem? Why did you why, still marry me? Why, why are you bringing this up? Exactly. Some expect a mental illness to get better. Maybe somebody that might be dealing with depression, right? You expect, okay, now they're married. They got, I've, I've brought light into their life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've brought joy into their life. Yeah, riding off into the sunset. Right. Why are they still depressed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never told me that you battled depression. Least, to this degree. Yeah, like I figured there was something there. Yeah. But like this? What's going on here? Ooh. You know, you're gone for three three days at a time. Mm-hmm. Some expect maximum protection, but don't say what needs to be protected. And that's important. It's a big one. Right? Because if you're going to work together to... Because I, I don't think marriage is a situation where one person protects the other Mm -hmm. i think husband and wife protect each other Mm -hmm. now i mean there's some cases where the wife is the one that's the one that gets physical Mm. you know i i remember i I think i told you the story about when i was a kid and i saw i just happened to stumble up on uh, what seemed like a fight Mm. between two families Mm -hmm. and while the husbands were going at it, mm-hmm. like the wives were in the background, like ready to, mm-hmm. to throw down too, mm-hmm. you know. So they weren't like running into the house hiding. Yes, they're like on the battlefield. They're ready to go. And you know, you know what? As professional MVP, as classy as people may see me, if you're gonna come after my husband, I get I'll get hood real sometime quick. Sometimes you gotta you gotta break <laughs> out the boxing gloves, right? Like you, <laughs> I think, I think I think quick. most women walk around <laughs> with a set of boxing gloves in their purse. <laughs> well, I don't need boxing gloves. Or something. Listen, I'm ready to go. Don't come after my husband, my children. Right. I'll get real hood. But then but then the other thing is <laughs> the other thing is <laughs> Security is not just about physical altercation. Right? Exactly. It's about you know, we're just speech. It's about jokes. how you communicate. It's mm-hmm. about how you carry yourself. Yeah. Because even how you carry yourself, that speaks volumes. Of course. Right? If you're going around shaming each other right. all the time. He, that man. Oh, yeah. That woman. Yeah. Calling, her, calling each other names to people, to strangers, to yes. work, people at work. Yes. That's not protection. And I'm going to say this. I find, because women talk a lot, mm-hmm. we can be very guilty of, oh, this man, my husband, and shaming him. Right. You've given room now for other people to do the same. And then you're ready to battle people. Yeah, so now you're starting fights. <laughs> when they come, Adam, mm-hmm. not right, not right. I agree. Yes, so, sir. I mean, the reality is that everybody's different. Yeah. And because people are different, then marriage setups are different. Right. Okay? So how do you deal with these things? You are you don't want to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Okay? You don't want to be let down. But mm-hmm. it's going to happen. So really, the one thing that you have control over mm. is how you set your expectations. Mm. 
I was talking to a friend. I said, we talked about low-hanging fruit. Mm. So anniversary, mm-hmm. birthdays, right. Christmas time, or any type of major holidays, yeah. Valentine's Day. Like, it's right there. Just mm-hmm. get your spouse something. Mm-hmm. Okay? Show her, take advantage of these days that are given to you, yeah. regardless of the commercialization, regardless of whatever. But don't sit back and say, oh, yeah, I show her that I love her every day. Cause... So I'm not going to show her on Valentine's Day. Yeah, or you go on Facebook and talk about how much you love your, your spouse on their birthday. Meanwhile, you even go out and get a teddy bear. Or a set of flowers. It doesn't make sense. So now you're telling the whole world, yeah, I'm this great husband Uh or wife. But the person's sitting in front of you. Yeah. And they're looking at you like, who are you talking to? Like, who's your relationship with? Exactly. Me or social media? Because then you're going to get all the comments. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so cute. Happy anniversary. Relationship goals, you know, stuff like that. Absolutely. It makes no sense. Hashtag relationship. Yeah. Goal. <laughs> so what you can really do is modify your expectations. But yeah. you don't want to drop them too low just yeah. to protect yourself, quote unquote, because you yes. could still be hurt yes. by having low expectations. Right. But at the end of the day, you're like, wait a minute. Why did I settle yeah. so low? Absolutely. But then you don't want to set them too high where it becomes difficult for your spouse to fulfill and mm-hmm. you're going to get let down. Anyway, so, but however, you should talk about your expectations and you should be open about all of them, even if they sound too low or too high. Mm-hmm. Put them out there. Mm-hmm. Here's what I expect. Mm-hmm. Your spouse is going to come back and you and put theirs out there. Mm-hmm. So now you have this basket full of expectations. Right. Low, high, medium, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So now that you put them out there, I say weigh them one by one. Yeah. Or if you could, when I get really technical, you know, put them in, other smaller baskets, like the ones that look alike, sound alike. Exactly. Right? Some kind of classification system, if you want to do that. And then talk about your capacity to fulfill these expectations. Right. I can't do that. Because of this. Because of this reason. Exactly. But I think if I, or, yeah, because of this reason, when I think if I could work on this part. Right. And once I get this part together, then I could... I could probably figure that out. Absolutely. And then you take turns going through that. Yeah. Right? And even go further and say, you know, how can I help you or how can you help me Yes. meet those expectations? Right. Express, okay, you know what? You want to make sure that I always remember... Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I always remember our anniversary. Mm-hmm. All right. This is what you can do to help me remember it. Right. It's so that good. way I could at least still surprise you. Set an alarm in my phone. Right. Send you a Google calendar. Send three me weeks a Google before. Calendar with some, three weeks with, before. With some descriptions or yeah. instructions. Or even suggestions. Yeah. You know, my husband, for example, he likes limited options. He doesn't want 50 different options. Yeah, because too many options, like having none. That's yeah, for me. he gets frustrated with that. He likes to take action very quickly. So for me, maybe not 50 action or 50 options, but I might say, my birthday's coming. These are the three top things I would love to do. You know what that does for me, though? Because I don't get blamed when I pick item 49. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> item 49. Because I don't, I don't want to break. randomly threw in. Item 49 was easier to get. Yeah. It was, you know, it was. Yep. It was right there. Oh, yeah. And then I bring home item 49. You're like, man, like, not even item four. Like, I really yeah. want. So don't give I me really 50 want... things to pick Exactly. For. Give me three things. So that if I bring one home, I'm in, I'm in the zone. You're in the zone. Right. These are the top three things I want to do. You know, I I want to go out for dinner in Napa Valley. I want to go to Turks and Caicos. Or I want to, you know, have dinner with just a fam in right. our house. Right. As long as he picks those three, knowing my husband, mm-hmm. he likes to, you know, hold on to his coins. <laughs> yeah. I might hold on to the third one. And surprise her maybe for anniversary with the one or number two. Mm-hmm. I've given him his option. I'm happy. You know, I set my expectations. He's met them. We're satisfied. We move on into the sunset together. Right. You know, I think it's, it's good to have a balance between, you know, the high and low expectations. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes the low-hanging fruit can help build motivation. Absolutely. But I think when there's too much low-hanging fruit, it limits creativity mm-hmm. and it you know it could kind of make you lazy and limit your motivation mm-hmm. like yeah that's easy i could kind of like in our jobs like right. if our jobs are too easy and mundane and we're like eh, i don't want to do this anymore absolutely this is boring so it's good to have a balance with high expectations and low expectations but you can't just have a whole bunch of high expectations right because now you have a girl that's what they call high she's too high maintenance you know and then if she's too low maintenance or if he's too low maintenance, like, what's up with this guy? Mm. You know, like, don't, can you, you have no ambition? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing that you like? Mm-hmm. Like, really? You don't like anything at all? Like, is there anything I could do for you? Like, right. you know, so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing is to, you got to communicate early and often. Mm. And we always talk about this. Always. Because it spreads accountability and allows you to work co-op collaboratively absolutely which is that word that we keep using collaboration yes yes so we know that disappointments will happen disappointments will happen in some way shape or form some can be predictable some are not predictable but as we said always make sure to lay out your expectations Deal with the disappointments together with each other and when disappointment comes at you as a couple. Yes. All right, everybody. That is our feature for today. Yep. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love, love, love spending time with you. Yes, we do. Remember, you are a successful Successful leader leader. and your marriage and family family can be successful, too.